Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello, friends. I'm Chris Chavez, and welcome back to the Sidious Mac Podcast. It's my show where I get the chance to chat with some of the biggest names on the track, on the roads, within the coaching ranks, and across the running industry. We are less than a month away from the U.S. Olympic Marathon Trials in Orlando. We will be there as we partnered with Hoka, and we will be opening up the Sidious Cafe that week. That will be our HQ for live panels, shakeout runs, a live watch-along on race day that will be streamed on YouTube giveaways and so much more so if you are in orlando you're going to want to come by to the hoka pop-up in the city's cafe come get your free coffee your olipop talk to us we want everyone's top three predictions i'll include more details in the show notes but for now mark your calendars for friday february 2nd 5 p.m we're going to be doing a shakeout run with the Believe in the Run crew, and we're hoping to get as many people out there as possible. It's going to be a great time. As we ramp up our coverage ahead of our trip to Orlando, it seems like a good time to reacquaint our listeners with some of the contenders. So for this week's edition of the Lap Count newsletter, Kyle Merber spoke with Betsy Sena, the former three-time NCAA champion from Iowa State and the fifth-place finisher in the 2016 Olympic 10K. We had Betsy on the Sidious Mac podcast after she ran the Tokyo Marathon last spring. It ended up being the fastest time by an American woman in the marathon in 2023. So she's certainly a contender with that 221 personal best. She also won the Sydney Marathon on a hot day in September by running 226.47. There's certainly a possibility of her being in Paris on the horizon. So without further ado, here is Betsy Sena. I'm so glad we got the time zones right. I was nervous I messed that math up. Well, for me, I was thinking it's 10 a.m. in Kenya. Then I was like, there's no way. <laughs> I was like, you must be sleeping right now. Yeah, well, uh, I'm glad that I was able to catch you, and thanks for taking the time to to chat. I mean, we are in full swing coverage mode now leading into the trials. I can't believe it's almost here. I know. It was like four months ago. Look, right now, it's like less than a month or something. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really exciting. I mean, taper probably is starting soon for everyone, soon enough. But are you going to be in Kenya up until the trials or are you coming over early uh this time i i decided to stay in kenya until the last minute okay because uh flying is very easy because you fly from nairobi to new york it's like a direct flight like oh, 14 nice. hours or 13 hours and then two hours to orlando so um i didn't want to spend a lot of time you know trying to stay here as long as i can and then just be there for like three days before the race yeah that's perfect we put out to our readers, like, who do you want to hear from? And the number of people that wanted to hear from you was large. So the fans are wondering, first off, how has preparation been going? Are you healthy? Are things going well? Confidence high? Is everything going according to plan right now with a few weeks left? 
Ah, uh, yes. Uh, you know, to be honest with you, I know I saw you have a daughter. So um, for me, when I just came back from maternity leave, you know, sometimes you don't know how things will uh, will unfold. But uh, thank goodness, I am. Um, the progression has been really amazing since the, the first day when I came back and, um, you know, like trying to be back to where I feel like, you know, you need to be better than where you left, you know, that's what people always say, like, when you go for maternity leave, you come back feeling strong. And um, so for me, it's been really amazing. Like, it was a good time, and to be honest, because I've had enough time, you know, since my son is two years now and things are, you know, clicking really well, and I'm really excited to see what I can do. And um, for the preparation, it's been really amazing because everyone is always praying to be able to get the LD builder because um, the biggest thing is always having that, you know, getting the injury and whatever. But I've been so grateful, like, uh, things, you know, coming my way and um, been trying to take care of my body, trying to listen a lot to my body, and I'm really excited to see what I can do in Orlando. But I know everybody's, you know, everybody's different. Everybody, we, you know, we don't know the fitness of everyone, of course. Um, but I'll speak on behalf of myself, like, you know, I respect everyone coming to the trials, but I'm super excited to see what I can do. I've had a solid build-up, to be honest, and I'm super excited to see what is there in February. Okay, so I have to ask, because I have a two-year-old as well. Have you ever tried like the, the jogger stroller or anything? Obviously it's your job, but my daughter will not sit in one. And I'm wondering if you've ever had any luck. And also just in general, how do you manage to go out for training, especially so early in the morning and have that balance as a parent? Uh, to be honest with you, like we have the stroller for Kalia because I had him in the US and then um, basically, the reason why I'm in Kenya, to be honest with you, is just because I wanted to get enough support whereby I will not be worried, like, who is going to take care of my son when I go for running. And um, to be honest, like, if, if they ask me today how much time I've been spending with him, I would say maybe just after my runs and stuff. Oh, we have a full-time, you know, Kalias. I can say, like, Kalias, she's like a mom. Like, she's been taking care of Kalias since when, when he was two months old. And we stay with him with with her full time. So I don't actually my tra- I'm training really like I can say more hundred and fifty percent because I don't I don't get interrupted because of her like um you know being with Kalia all the time and um when I'm running I've never ran with a stroller to be honest with you because I always have someone like taking care of him. My my job is just to make sure that they're doing okay. My job is like. When I'm recovering, I just get to spend time with him. That way, he knows uh, mommy's home. Yeah. But um, running, running wise in Kenya is really easy for me because I have two people who are helping me in the house, and my job is just like full time running. And I feel like the reason why my body has been unfolding really well is just because of having the support. Yeah. So compared to the previous buildups, because obviously Tokyo and Sydney both went really well. Are you doing anything differently this time around? Is mileage different? Are you attempting new workouts? Are you training specific to this course versus those? Or is it, you know, it worked the last couple times. Let's run it back. Um, this uh, after, Tokyo, after Sydney, I came back and the only difference that I did was like, you know, after coming back, I, I wanted to take the steps so now to increase my mileage. And um, when I came back, you know, coach said, 
it's not gonna ch- we're not gonna change anything except like putting my mileage up like i i started actually mid i can say mid october you know and uh you know just getting like solid mileage you know up to like 130 127 125 and now i think this week is um you know it's been like 123 which is cutting down now and i'm excited to see what i can do for the next couple weeks but um when i was going to sydney i was pretty much doing like 120 miles anyway to like 115 and then if you go back to tokyo it was the same thing like 115 to 120 so i only had slight different just going up to like 130 just just to see how it it went and incorporating with the workouts, but it didn't change much. The only thing that changed much is like some days you will get a faster workout compared to what you did before. So other than that, it's been just like almost maintaining the same, but uh, giving the mileage eye at the same time. The presenting sponsor of the Sidious Mac podcast is Olipop. We've been pounding Olipop for months now and our gut health has never been better. We all know the trepidation that runners have had for years about drinking soda. Olipop calls itself a new kind of soda. It's a delicious and healthy alternative whether you're a runner, a fitness enthusiast, or just someone who wants to make better choices. Olipop is the perfect drink for you. Olipop is a low-sugar, low-calorie beverage that is packed with prebiotics, botanicals, and plant fibers that nourish your microbiome and supports digestive health. It comes in a variety of tasty flavors like vintage cola, strawberry vanilla, lemon lime, banana cream. My favorite flavor is Tropical Punch. Sidious Mag podcast listeners get 25% off non-subscription orders while using code Sidious25 at checkout on drinkolipop.com. You can also find Olipop at Whole Foods, Sprouts, Kroger, Target, Walmart, Publix, and other retailers. So the next time that you're looking for a refreshing and healthy drink after that long run or hard workout, reach for an Olipop. You won't be disappointed. Drinkolipop.com, code Sidious25. You know, you're, I guess, a, a unique athlete in the sense of, you know, you were on maternity leave during this period of time in which the shoe technology completely changed. It's sort of like you returned to a, a new unlock in training. Do you feel that it has made a difference in your ability to train more? I think a lot of people say, obviously, it helps on race day, but as much in training and day-to-day ability to recover. Have you felt that? And did you see that difference in coming back? Uh, to be honest with you, it's been really easy. You know, like, for example, I remember, like, two weeks ago, I had, um, I had like, a 20K um, tempo, like, a, team, a 20K dash. And uh, basically, when you finish running, really, you know, you go all out, just trying to go to, like, half marathon pace, you know. And uh, when we used to have, like, the, you know, none. Uh, prototype shoes it takes a lot of time to recover but now that we have these prototypes i finished my workout for example like today and you know you get a massage and uh, you you know you stay recovered in two days you feel really ready to go again so um to be honest i feel like it's helping a lot because you know you're not on the on the you know on the flow when you're running a lot you just like bouncing instead of like you know eating on the on the ground and it has changed a lot to be honest with the recovery so, you know, looking back a little bit now, in 2016, you were fifth, right, at the Olympics. And eight years yeah. ago to now, it's a long time. But how different of a runner would you say you are? In, like, in which ways have you evolved and are you better off today than you were then? Uh, to be honest, I feel like uh, 
for the marathon running, of course, you know, like 2016, I was running track and I can say it's completely different, to be honest, compared to the marathon running. And, uh, you know, if I look at myself during that time and right now, like a lot of that's changed, you know. Um, I mean, I used to do when I was a track runner, I used to do like 100 miles or 95. And between that time and right now, I can do consistent like 125, 130 miles without feeling too much compared to long time when I could do 100 and I was like, oh, I'm struggling a little bit. So um, maybe because of the age, you know, you grow and you become more experienced because every year when every year goes, every year comes and you feel like a different person. Like, you know, you age, you gain experience, you train more in the mileage, especially for my case, I am a high mileage person since when I was in college where I could go up to like 90 miles. So um, a lot has changed. I feel for me, it's just like, getting more experience and learning more on myself and knowing that, you know, when you are in your 35, you are like, okay, how long do I have before I retire? So you give yourself a window, you know? So it makes me think more and be like, okay, I have to do this right now. I have to put everything out because I don't know what is coming tomorrow. So uh, that's what has been changing actually because you're aging every year. Of course, a big change as well is you were competing for Kenya then. Now you're going to be representing the United States. How special would it be to make the U.S. team, you know, an Olympics in a new uniform? Um, to be honest with you, I'm really excited. You know, um, like I said, things have changed a lot. Um, you know, if you took me back to 2016 and right now, um, I've gained a lot since I moved to the U.S. My family is no longer the same. Um a lot has changed, you know, in terms of like, if you see the background of everyone, like I have two sisters in the US. Um, US is, has become my home because it's been over 10 years since I moved there. And, you know, I really want to see what I can do. I'm super happy to represent the US because it's where I, I feel like my life has changed compared to being in Kenya, to be honest. Uh, you know, when you have a family, and you look back and uh, see what how your family was in back in 2008 before I came to the U.S. And if you look at it right now and you look at the U.S., that makes me feel really emotional. I'm running basically. I feel I feel really special in my case. I feel like I'm doing something that I, my heart is full. I'm so grateful to be able to, to represent the U.S. After all, what I've came and living there, having my two sisters living there, my son, you know, being born in the U.S., so it's um, it's a family for me. So I'm basically running for the whole family. Now, how nice is it to be able to prepare with someone of Jocelyn's capabilities uh, on a day-to-day basis without having to be competing for the same spot? You know, I think you probably see that a lot in training groups now, the benefit of training with athletes who are representing different countries and being able to push each other without being competitive. So I guess, how is she as a, a training partner? Um, to be honest with you, I went to um, I went to high school at the same time with her. So I knew her from back in 2005. So um, it was really the best thing when I made the decision that I really wanted to train with her. I suppose we have had a long-term friendship. And for me, I well, as soon as I joined you know, to train with her. I was scared a little bit because I was like, oh my gosh, she's a 64, you know, personal best for they have, whatever. And I look at myself and I was like, I need to challenge myself every day because when you're running with someone who is better than you, 
to be honest, it's a privilege for me because I feel like all the time when I see, I remember when I was training for Sydney and, you know, we were doing the same workouts and uh, my coach could use the time sometimes to be like, hey, you still have, for example, in long run, you still have like one minute or two minutes, you know, that you need to improve on. And I remember I started with like four minutes and then by the time I was going for the race, I was already closing down to like a minute. So I used to charge myself with that saying, what is the uh, possibility for me to go and win Sydney? And I went there with a lot of confidence because I knew how she was with. She was like, she was really ready to go, to be honest. She was um, she was grinding and, uh, you know, she gave me a challenge, especially after when she ran 64. And I was like, if she can run 64, um, I feel like I, I'm in that window. I can run maybe 65 I or 66, whatever. So it's been a big challenge and in a good way. And, uh, you know, knowing that I don't compete on the same team, you know, it makes us even, it makes our training more healthy because she, she, she really likes to help me a lot, to be honest. Like sometimes she, especially now that she does, she's not running, she's running, I think in April, she does, she's not sure yet, but, um, basically I've been the only person who is running in February, especially for the marathon. So she's been sacrificing sometimes. And, you know, when I'm doing a long run, for example, and she will sacrifice and be like, today we are doing this for you because my race is still ahead. I'm going to help you. Like she's been helping me very much for the last one month, you know, just to make sure that I do it right. And she is that person who really feels excited when you're eating what she does. She's not super competitive in training. Like I know some people when you're training with them, they can start saying, no, I don't want her to be close to me. But for Jocelyn, she's been really that person who really wants me, you know, to be on the same caliber with her, especially knowing that she's not in the same team with me. So she's really excited. And I don't know, I hope she will be able to make the Olympic team for Kenya. But, you know, my goal is just like, I love training with her. And, I, you know, when I come back from the trials, I'll be able to keep training with her. Whatever happens in trials, I know, like, we have done all that we could do to be able to make the team. If I don't make the team, that's fine. If At least you have given 100% in training. So we are super excited to see what I can do in Orlando. There was a lot of controversy around the decision to hold the trials in Orlando initially with a much later in the day start time than a lot of athletes had hoped for. What was your impression of all that? And even still, like there is the possibility that it might be warm. Do you mind? Do you want a fast race? Do you like, are you worried about the possibility of it being hot? Uh, You know, how involved in all of that conversation were you? Um, to be honest with you, like, uh, I still appreciate the fact that, um, I was able to run Sydney Marathon because when I saw like, you know, the race in in the US trials will be like, you know, whatever, it's going to be warm. Let's assume that it was going to happen at noon. Um, you know, like I had a good race. Like, I feel like, um, you know, it was a good test for me to see what I can do because we started the race with when it was like 15 degrees Celsius or something and we finished when it was like, I don't know, 20 something. And um, for me, I just felt like it was a good preparation for me, like just to be ready and, uh, you know, to know that these trials that's coming up, it might be really hard. So when I saw the time, to be honest with you, I didn't worry about it because I knew like I came back to Kenya and I decided to do both of them just to be prepared just in case of anything happens. And... Um, it really, you know, I didn't want to be the one complaining, saying, oh, why are they not doing this at this time? All I want to do is like, at the end of the day, all of us are going to compete in the same, you know, the same environment. And, you know, regardless of what happened, 
at least it's fair because we're all competing in the same line and you know whatever happened happens but um it didn't bother me as much to be honest i was really excited and i knew like it's so when they put it at that time it's time to acclimatize and start to do things you know that you feel like i need to go run down the valley here in in Italy, there's a place called Keriofale and you go down there at midday and you go to like an hour and then you just feel like you're running in like 110 degrees or something like that it's it's been you know amazing just to go out and see what I can do so for me um I didn't feel too much pressure on it I was just excited to see what we can do and you know it's good to challenge ourselves as an athlete and I'm super excited to see what we can do very cool. I'm sure like because of all of the conversation around it, it's going to end up being freezing. It's going to snow or something. That's how it'll end up. Um, well, Betsy, thanks so much for taking the time to chat. Um, I guess I'll see you in Orlando very soon, but hopefully the final few weeks of training go really well for you and we can get you on that team. Thank you so much, Kyle. I appreciate it. Pass my best to your goal. Thank you all for listening to this episode. This episode was produced by Jasmine Fair. I love doing this for you guys, so please do me a favor and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify that helps us grow the show and get even more awesome guests. Let me know what you're enjoying about the show. Make sure you're subscribed or following on your favorite podcast players. Please share this episode with your friends if you think that they'll get any value or inspiration out of it. Let's build this thing together. Visit SidiousMag.com for a lot more. We've got a brand new website with tons more articles, videos, and podcasts. As always, I love track and field. I'm Chris Chavez. See you next time.